Welcome to The Drift, your resource on all things business strategy, entrepreneurship, and leadership. I'm your host, Aloiza, and today's guest is the co-founder and CEO of Squeeze, a massage experience from the founders of Drybar, and also the co-founder and CEO of The Feel Good Company, a service agency set out to transform the way people experience retail through a collection of female-founded wellness brands. Welcome, Brittany Driscoll. Thank you so much for having me. I'm happy to be here. Of course. Happy to have you. All right, let's go ahead and get started. So can you go ahead and share with us a little background on yourself and what got you started? Absolutely. I started my career in marketing and advertising. I've always been a huge believer in the power of experiences. And early on, I I got a chance to see that through brands and just fell in love with marketing and and creating those those types of interactions and had the chance to work with Disney and Barbie and Hot Wheels and Coca-Cola, Hilton, just amazing world-class brands. And after several years of working in different channels of marketing, um, a little brand called Drybar at the time was looking for a head of marketing. And I was an avid client. I loved everything about the experience, all the little touches, like the thoughtfulness and the surprise and delight moments, the brand, Allie's story. And so I did everything and everything I could to get my resume in front of them to you know, make sure they saw me and immediately connected with the founders and got a chance to work on that brand from 2013 to 2017 and helped take it from 30 million to over a hundred million. It was the ride of a lifetime. Um, but I'm an entrepreneurial spirit at heart. So after my time there, I kind of had an itch to get into something else and didn't really know what that was going to be, but the Drybar founders had always had this other idea in the back of their mind for a massage concept and the stars aligned and we partnered together and that's kind of how it all, how it all kicked off and how I'm here today. (laughs) That's amazing. You know, I I definitely want to unpack a couple of bits of pizza that later down, but you know, going back from the very beginning when it comes to just tapping into the space as a whole, you know, for me, I've always been a firm believer and proponent that it's our experiences in life that define who we are as leaders and then also ultimately determine how we're going to operate as business executives. Was there an experience that inspired you to tap into the health and wellness space initially? Yeah, I think I, you know, I view things very similarly in terms of, I think that we all want to be part of something that feels bigger than ourselves and has a greater purpose. And um, I was actually diagnosed with melanoma at 25, um, which if you've ever been diagnosed with cancer, um, it's one of those things that just like knocks you back. And certainly for me, it reset how I approached life and business. And I think it gave me this, I've always been very confident and curious and, you know, wanting to kind of like explore and figure things out. But I think it gave me this almost mindset of like permission to explore and, and really challenge the status quo on every level. Um, And also like choose very meaningfully what I wanted to participate in and spend my time doing. So, you know, that experience definitely just like, you know, 
reset my mindset as, as it relates to wellness and the types of businesses, um, that I wanted to be a part of and how I wanted to spend my time ultimately. And then interestingly enough, I also had another kind of health scare right before we started squeeze that also just solidified the power of this space. I, um, as I just suffered a really bad back injury, ultimately I had a herniated disc and sciatica and I was actually like almost on bed rest for six months. Um, and that really, again, kind of was a moment of like, okay, what are you doing? How are you prioritizing your health? What do you actually want to stand for? And, you know, what's the type of space that you want to be participating in? So I would say that those two experiences definitely gave me a passion for being in the wellness space and wanting to contribute just at a higher level, you know, something that felt purpose-driven. Absolutely. I mean, is it fair to assume too that while yes, the the biggest factor here is being able to leverage your experiences from from all of those situations that you had to overcome and ultimately help the greater good. But there was also just this beautiful merge that you were able to do with your professional background and your professional skill set to what you like to do personally, what you like to focus on personally, and really be able to create this perfect balance for how you're going to live the rest of your life and ultimately open new doors as an entrepreneur and so forth. Is that right? A hundred percent. I mean, I think that's honestly what everyone should strive to be doing is we spend so much time at work. We put so much of our effort into it. So much of our identity becomes wrapped around what we do that I would encourage, you know, anyone and everyone to be focusing on the things that do have that alignment of what you're good at and what you're passionate about, but also what's giving you purpose and providing you meaning. Because I think that if you are, you know, if you feel like you are actually delivering something of meaning and of purpose, I, I really believe that's where our fulfillment comes from. Uh, so a hundred percent, you know, th- those things really did allow me to kind of sit in this space. And it's the thing that gets me the most excited about getting up every day too, is just, you know, we're creating in our own little way, a little slice of, of, a better experience for people throughout their day. Absolutely. Well, kind of going back into your experiences as the head of marketing at Dry Bar, I mean, you accomplished so, so much from going their top line and launching hundreds of locations. I mean, we could probably go on and on about everything that you've been able to accomplish in the years, but I'm curious with Dry Bar specifically, how would you say this impacted your outlook on the future of retail and more so specifically in the massage and wellness space. Yeah, I think with Drybar, what was what was so powerful about it for me personally, and I think quite honestly, you know, the reason that it resonated with so many women is we always used to say that we weren't selling blowouts. We were selling happiness and confidence that came with a blowout. And when you look good, you feel good. And when you feel good, you can do anything. You know, you can, you can take on the world. And I think that just gave all of us this greater mission and appreciation for what we were doing. Um, And that certainly translated a lot into, as we built Squeeze, how we thought about positioning the brand and the experience. But I do, I am such a believer, even post pandemic, (laughs) that if there is a place that provides a personalized and convenient and, you know, luxury experience, you will choose to go there 
over anything else because it allows for all of us to have not only like great connections with people, but just a moment for ourselves. So, I mean, Drybar really solidified the the power of experience for me. And I've seen it as we've built Squeeze. And again, I just feel so confident in the power of great experiences as we come out of, you know, what we all just collectively experienced. Um, and I believe in it even like more so now than, than I ever have. Yeah, I completely agree. You know, reflecting on that, and I'm sure you've seen as well, health and wellness just has a completely new definition these days. And I think COVID definitely gave us an opportunity to have a better and, and really more clear lens on what health and wellness means to people. I think personally, I mean, all these factors are coming to place, mental health, self-care, like all of these are so incredibly important to me as it relates to how I like to have a healthy, healthy lifestyle. And it's not just about going to get a workout or um, going for a walk, going for a swim. It, it's everything. Getting some time to yourself, getting some time to do what it would do, what it needs to get done to help fill your cup, whether that be going to um, a salon, going to get a massage, aromatherapy, all these factors are now coming into place to really create this more of like holistic lifestyle for consumers. Yeah, that and I also think that people are choosing to spend their dollar and their time with brands and experiences that are committed to not only, you know, the feel good experience within the four walls, but also doing good amongst, you know, within the community. And so much of that is a part of our vision too, in, in what we're building at Squeeze. And then quite frankly, that's really how the feel good company came to, came to life was I realized after we started to build Squeeze with like our, our experience at Drybar and, and then with Squeeze, we had these very distinct functional expertise in all of the various things that are needed to create a very disruptive retail experience from great branding to good architectural design to sophisticated technology to the culture and people side of the business and the experience side. But more than that, we, you know, we want what we're doing to extend beyond that. Again, going back to our conversation about purpose. So at Squeeze, we've partnered with um, a philanthropy called Canine Companions. And for every um, membership that we sell, we're helping to provide a day of canine support to a person with a disability. And then OK Humans, which is our new feel-good concept within the mental health space, also partners with Story Pirates. And there's, um, you know, an aspect that we're, we're donating time to help kids create their own stories. And so I think that those are the types of businesses I believe that people want to be a part of is not just that they make you feel good when you're there, but that there's a commitment beyond beyond feeling good, but doing good. And that's really what, you know, what we're all about. Absolutely. And it all comes down to what you just mentioned. It's just the sense of purpose. It's also a sense of belonging as well. They feel like they're a part of something greater. And that in itself being that that kind of community mindset, ultimately, one, it, it drives loyalty and advocacy for the brand that is embarking in those different initiatives. But also, secondly, it just it, it all sparks and revitalizes communities in a way. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Now, thinking back into more so actually the retail space, you know, I've always defined entrepreneurial mindsets as actively seeking out change as opposed to for waiting change to happen. How would you say this characteristic of yours sparks a need for innovation in the retail space? Yeah, I think 
I mean, there's something really powerful about innovation and like dreaming and imagining. And um, I would say that that's been a very consistent thread throughout my entire career. I can look back even when I was in the advertising space and recognize that I was constantly kind of like seeking more and wanting to figure out how, um, you know, how we could do things differently. And then of course, once I joined dry bar again, I mean, such a unique concept who would have thought that there's 150 plus places where really all we're doing is like blowing hot air in this space, you know, like, it's just so crazy. But I think that if, I mean, I think the best ideas and innovation really comes from solving personal frustration. And, you know, that was really Allie's, like the impetus of dry bar was she was a naturally curly haired girl and a stylist herself and really didn't feel like there was any great solution for a sleek blowout. And then similarly with squeeze, even though massage has become really, you know, part of many people's day-to-day routine, there was so much about the experience that felt quite honestly stressful and just you know, inconvenient to how we're used to living life. So I think the idea of innovation and retail in particular is super exciting. I think it's always going to be continually evolving, but this space, you know, massage in particular is like ripe for disruption. And I think we all really recognize that from a consumer experience again, because we had that personal frustration around all of the elements of the massage experience, things like having to call individual locations or waiting in line um, after your massage and, you know, you're asking, you're having someone ask you about tipping and or getting out your credit card. Like we've solved for all of that within our experience at Squeeze. It's a very streamlined, seamless, um, you know, experience through technology. And, and that's just exciting. It's cool. It's fun to be a part of things that are at the forefront of consumer experience today. Yeah, absolutely. Thinking about brand innovation and, and industry disruption, what are some tactics that you'd recommend brands to take to create more unique experiences for the consumers? I know you, you kind of touched on technology a bit, and it's definitely evolving now more so than ever before. And I'm curious, what's your perspective on that? I think the biggest thing from an innovation standpoint that is critical is convenience and personalization. I mean, we all are busy. (laughs) We're scattered, honestly, in our, you know, things that we're having to think about all the information that's constantly being thrown at us. So I think that if you can streamline the experience to be more convenient for people, that, you know, is massive. And then also personalization. It's like we we're used to now, you know, people and or brands you know, knowing who we are based on the information that we're constantly providing. And that's something that we have really, you know, built into our experience at Squeeze is people are able to adjust all of their massage preferences. When they get into the room itself, they can adjust uh, their music selection. They can choose the dimness of the lighting in the room. All of that information is saved to their profile. So the next time they come in, it's set for them. Like, you know, I think all of these little touches go such a long way in terms of creating customer loyalty. And so it just requires thoughtfulness in the beginning um, and setting things up so that you can measure success. But, you know, I think, I think I would say convenience and personalization are the big things uh, that really make a difference from a brand experience standpoint today. 
Yeah, those are incredibly powerful. And I'm in complete alignment. You know, I think one of the topics we just talked about is just the sense of belonging, sense of purpose, sense of community and tying in that personalized experience really draws the consumer back into the brand because it makes it feel like they're not just one customer. They're not just a number to the brand. Um, They really are part of something greater. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say, I mean, it makes you feel seen. It makes you feel like you actually matter, which to your Mm -hmm. point does make all the difference. Yeah, definitely. Now with Squeeze, so you have one location, correct? You have a couple more coming on, but you're actively looking for franchisees, yes? We are. Yeah, you know, it's interesting. Dry Bar is around, or maybe they're more now, like 30% franchised and 70% corporate owned. At least that was that was kind of the mix when I was there. And when we started Squeeze, I think that we realize that, you know, operating partners who are, have skin in the game and who are super connected in their community and care passionately about a great experience. I mean, they just, they operate a better business at the end of the day. But for me, what was so exciting about our decision to, to franchise squeeze is this is really my first true entrepreneurial venture from like, you know, again, building something from the ground up. And it's, I always say it's like exhausting and overwhelming because it just is. It's the reality of entrepreneurship, but more than anything, it's liberating. And I really love the idea of creating this experience that I've had, this wonderful experience that I've had for other small business owners in their own community to bring this great, you know, experience to their town. And also what's just so neat about what we've developed at Squeeze is we are a a people first business. We've, we've created so many programs for our team to feel valued. And you've got 30 to 40 people that are potentially working in in one location. And it's, you know, this, this group of amazing humans that um, is so neat to see how your business impacts their lives positively. And so I'm, you know, I'm just really excited. And and obviously on the consumer side, it's so amazing too. I mean, we've got like over 17,000 five-star reviews on our app and just all sorts of wild stats that are very cool and crazy to think to think about that, you know, we created this business that's delivering that type of customer love. But more so, you know, I think that we're looking for franchisees who are excited about building a business and have somewhat of an operational um, acumen and experience. But, you know, you've got you've to gotta love people. People first is really, you know, my my mantra as we as we build out and scale this business. Yeah, definitely. I mean, thinking about the people and culture as a whole, if we're thinking about creating this true positive experience for the customers, I mean, part of the experience is what's going on on the ground, what's going on with the frontline teams, how they're interacting with your customers. And if they feel a part of the brand at a larger scale, then it trickles down to how they interact with the customers on a day-to-day basis. Is that right? Absolutely. I mean, a happy, a happy employee is a happy guest. That is, mm-hmm. it's, it's as simple and as difficult as that sounds. <laughs> <laughs> no, I totally get it. I mean, reflecting back on my experiences uh, running franchisees at Orange Theory, you know, part of the whole entire experience was what the coach, what the trainers were doing, what they were saying, how they were engaging outside of the outside of the mic, outside of the script or quote unquote script. Um, that connection is incredibly important and it truly makes, makes it right. The experience at times. Yeah. Yep. Absolutely. The good news is so, that there's so many amazing people out there that just love to make people feel good. And that's really the type of team we've curated at squeeze. And so I'm just, you know, I'm so 
constantly proud of our team, but also I feel so grateful that they're in my life because they've just added so much value to me too. And so, yeah, it's just, it's just such a neat thing. Well, that's amazing. And I want to understand a little bit more about just the entire structure because you have a parent company of the Feel Good Company who has uh, Squeeze and then also OK Humans. Can you walk us through your vision and what that looks like to the consumer? Yeah. So I would say simply that our, our vision for all of the brands within the Feel Good Company is that we are transforming communities for good. And the way that we're going to do that is by being the best part of people's day. We constantly, you know, remind our team that, that the hour or hour and a half that they're choosing to come spend with us is, is probably the best part of their day. And what a great responsibility and honor that is to, you know, to be that, um, you know, kind of that safe, that safe space for people. But the feel good company is, um, it's more of, it doesn't actually have ownership, uh, in any of these brands, it's more of a support and or service structure whereby we're providing our functional expertise in all of the different areas needed to create a retail experience. So again, the branding and the architecture and the technology and really how to build a great employer brand from a culture standpoint. Um, but these brands really, you know, stand on their own in terms of their service offering. We've talked a lot about squeeze in the massage space, but OK Humans is our new our newest concept and that's really a fresh approach to talk therapy we're looking to destigmatize um you know the negativity that that exists around seeking mental health and uh, or seeking help i should say for mental health and um you know that concept was the brainchild of our business partner christy desai who's the co-founder and ceo of okay humans she's also a licensed marriage and family therapist and Again, going back to our conversation around innovation, you know, she really just felt like, gosh, why is there not an easier way to experience and get access to help, you know, from a, from a mental health standpoint and, and therapy? And she, you know, saw all of these other great concepts in different verticals, dry bar being one, squeeze being another, you know, et cetera, et cetera, and thought, it should be this accessible. And also it should be as acceptable to walk into a place where you're, you're seeking talk therapy as it is to walk into getting your nails done. And so we, okay, humans just recently opened in Los Angeles. It's on San Vicente um, in Brentwood. And it is in between a cupcake shop and a pizza place. And you can walk in, there's a beautiful wellness shop up front where you can purchase things like you know, books and or candles, but then in the back are therapy suites and, you know, again, places where people can come in and get therapy and, and her whole vision just aligned with ours at the Feel Good Company of creating these disruptive retail experiences that are going to transform people's lives for good and, you know, to do it in a way that is thoughtful, but also as accessible as possible. So again, bringing in that high end feel that makes people feel good, but at an affordable price point. So, you know, that's really our vision. And those are the two brands that we currently have operating under that structure and hopefully more to come eventually. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, that's incredible. And taking a look from the consumer's perspective, just the approach that all of your brands have and that ultimately you have on accessibility, convenience, personalization, and just making people feel okay, making people feel comfortable and that 
they can do whatever they need to do. They can do whatever they want to fill their cup. I mean, that in itself is just going to truly revolutionize and, and really reignite the, the need and the need for community and support that people ultimately have been seeking for since COVID as well. So hats off to you guys. Thank you. Thank you. So of course. So any exciting things coming up that we can expect from you and Squeeze? Well, we I'm actually headed out to Scottsdale next week to look for our first location in that market and hopefully we'll open in early 2022. So that's probably the latest and greatest, although we'll have um, hopefully several other markets to share soon about where we're scaling uh, additionally. Amazing. Well, that's very exciting. So final question, if you would give advice to a young woman that is desiring to be a future entrepreneur, what would you share with them? Everyone is figuring it out as they go. So don't let your inexperience or the things that you don't know stop you from pursuing that fire in your belly or the passion that you have. There's, there's always a way to make it happen. You just have to keep after it day after day and don't be afraid to ask questions and don't give up on yourself. Amazing. Well, thank you, Brittany, for your time. And as mentioned, make sure to check out Squeeze for a completely fresh and innovative approach to the massage experience. Looking to hear more about what's happening in the health, wellness, and sports industry? Subscribe to this podcast and we'll catch you next time on The Drift.